Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. You're probably going to be disappointed today, Francis. Why is that? Uh, because there's a firstly there's a guy on who's physically stronger than you yeah that's true mentally better than you yeah well uh, we don't know about we don't know about that uh and 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 more motivational than you do you think i don't know yeah go on give me a give me a motivational talk right now go on give it to me we're all gonna die one day (laughs) so you might as well let the Echo of your life be a good one. It's actually quite nice. That end of the, the echo bit was quite nice. <laughs> quite good. Shit, I might go and do something right now. Yeah. Oh my God. Hey, don't worry about it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of uh, Private Parts Podcast. Uh, it's me and Francis here, chatting across Zoom, having a lovely little time. We're very excited because, Francis, we have on the podcast... James Haskell, British rugby player, DJ, cage fighter. Motivational speaker. Motivational speaker. Yeah, and uh, and uh, techno pro- house and techno producer, all round legend. Yeah, he is. No, no, I like, I like, I like him because he he has a similar mentality to me about like kind of working on. Uh, you I know, basically say, well, he has the same sort of work ethic to me. Just you know, no, no, no. Get in, it. in terms of like you know having certain things in his life that he focuses on when he's doing them 100%, but then, you know, having, say, you know, four or five different areas of his life where he does that and tries to improve it. So I think that's what, uh, that's the way that, you know, I've kind of built my life and I feel like very, makes me happy. So I, I can see what, you know, see. I thought you were about to go into a song. I thought you'd go, that's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it. Hey, maybe I should, maybe I should. Ladies and gentlemen, we have James Haskell on the podcast today. Super cool guy. This is very interesting, very motivational. Get ready for it. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> England rugby player, DJ, cage fighter. <laughs> you changed it from British rugby player. Where British rugby player, now it's England rugby player. <laughs> well, yeah, he's well, he's both, right? He's both. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let us introduce to you <laughs> Private Parts Podcast. Join today. <laughs> they know, they know they're listening to Private Parts. <laughs> Join today by none other than James Haskell himself. 
<laughs> what? Because it'd be another person. It'd Hims- be a, no. himself. No one's standing in for him <laughs> on behalf of no representatives. This is the, from the horse's mouth himself. James Haskell on the podcast. You know, like I quite like the David Bowie you've got over your your right shoulder. Yeah. Or left yeah. shoulder, I should say. Are you a fan of whales, uh, uh, James? Well, it depends which whales you're talking about. I actually do like both whales. Um, oh yeah. I am. I am. If that's a blue whale, they have don't they have the biggest penis out of the entire animal kingdom? Ah, uh, well, you've hit the you've hit the nail on the head there, James. What the motivation behind the uh, <laughs> the painting? What is that? You, when, when, when you get naked, you go. Well, I know this is not that great, but that is bigger, and that's no. I just I can I, I can only I can only um, uh, be surrounded by things that I can relate to. You know. Fine. Okay. I like where your head's at. Like James, is that at. is that what you do when you do your motivational talks? Do you get on stage and you go, everyone, a blue whale has the biggest penis in nah. the world. That's how you kick oh. things off. I basically, I'm very much like David Brent in my motivational talk. I just get up, take my shirt off and go, look at the state of you lot. If you want to be like me, listen to what I'm saying. If you want to carry on like yourselves, fuck off now. And that's it. And then I, and then I play simply the best and I walk out. That's done. Honestly, I also know that's, I bet that's actually what you do. It's actually what you do. It's 100% true. It's, I, I literally, 100% true. I go, oh, I, get, I really get into people, go, oh, I know what you're thinking. Why am I here talking to you lot? You're all losers. <laughs> but don't worry, by the end of my 40-minute talk that you're paying a lot of money for, you'll be as cool as me. And that's how I do it. That's what they that's pay you the big bucks for. Oh, massive cash. I reckon last one I got 75 quid. Mate, I'm, I'm earning. I'm earning. <laughs> you reality TV stars don't even know you're born. Wait until you fucking come and listen to one of my talks. <laughs> So you say, and what does everyone leave just going, yeah, that felt good. Pumped, oi, pumped. Everyone's like high-fiving, fist bumping. Honestly, it's like, like, if you think of like Tim Robbins, it's like that, but way better, way more motivational for half the price without, you know, without like (laughs) throwing the old... Without throwing the Lord into everything, because I don't have that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not evangelical, because it's very easy to get behind if you're evangelical about everybody. So I don't have that. So I just have to use the power of chat. And, and wait, and everyone. So it hands. So it's less expensive. It's more motivational. You get more out of it. And not only that, but you. But there are more people there. There are more. There are more people. And it's and it's and it's religious. It's religiously inclusive, not specific. You know, it's like it's like you can believe in anything. But we're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. We're just going to go. We're going to look. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take what you're all about. I'm going to tear it down, so you're emotionally wrecked, and then I'm going to build you back up again. Very much like brain. Uh, forty mi- in forty like, minutes. Like yeah, brain in forty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you've seen the you've seen the film Yes Man with Jim Carrey. Yeah. Again, it's like that, but better, but cheaper. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a big market for it. And there is, there is. I'm I'm sure. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and sort of details of our lives in the studio, on the podcast, on the Zoom call. James Haskell. Woohoo! Have you been? Have you felt felt quite lonely? Uh, are you are you out in the countryside or? I am in the countryside in Haskingham Palace. It's again, very oh, yeah. much like Buckingham Palace, but not, you know, <laughs> not quite as small. Um, I yeah, I am in the countryside. To be honest, do you know what? I haven't. Look, it's very hard with this lockdown situation because obviously you've got to caveat everything by the fact that people are losing lives, livelihoods. Mm-hmm. It's like a terrible time. Yeah. But I've feel motivated been, already. See what I mean? Take you, take you down, <laughs> to take you back up again. Um, I've just been, yeah, I've actually been okay. Do you know what? I'm not uh, for the for the last. You know, I don't know, 34 years, it's been pretty non-stop. I very rarely had lots of holidays, always been kind of a workaholic. But this is the first time I've had to forcefully not do anything. So all my 
kind of, you know, when I retired, everything I was doing, you know, I was speaking three or four times a week, again, like different kind of stuff. I was DJing, I was training, you know, six days a week for my first fight. And then to suddenly go, you know, full stop and actually go, do you know what? What am I going to do today? And reflect. It's actually been really nice. I've actually really enjoyed it. I'm kind of a bit scared about it finishing. Yeah, have yeah. you? But have you? But James, you're probably the same uh, as me. Where it's like, what you're doing is, you, you, did you when you're running down a hill, you're like running down this hill, and if you stop running, you're going to start falling. Did you get that thing suddenly where suddenly you stopped? You're like, oh shit, what what am I meant to do? At the beginning, I was just yeah. like, fuck, what am I meant to do? I, hold on, I meant to just sit with myself. I couldn't really do that. Yeah, so I'm actually, it's a bit of a dichotomy because I actually, I'm quite a loner. Like, I actually don't mind my own company. But I need to ha- I need to be purposefully doing something within that yeah. company. So I like to have a task. So, so you're just you know, furiously wife- wanking all the time. That's what you do by yourself. <laughs> no, so I've got my wa- I've got- oh yeah, I'm, I'm married, lads. That's the benefit. There's got to be one benefit to getting married. Um, um, and I, I, I'm joking. She's like giving me evil. So there's lots of benefits. I love you. <laughs> She's like, I'm dead now. I'm dead. That's it. Um, no, but the, the the thing with it is that I, my wife said to me, you know, when I finish, you know, playing, she said, you know, you've probably never actually sat down and reflected on what you're doing, where you've been. I'm a bit like a shark. You know, if you stop swimming, you die. Uh, or you have to address all the yeah, things yeah. that are going on in your head. You know, you have to sit, sit with your emotions. So I did, everything was going really well in lockdown, apart from one Wednesday morning when I just sat down and Chloe looked at me and she's amazing at this and so kind of sweet and in tune. And, and she basically said, yeah, what's wrong? I said, you know what? What the fuck am I actually doing? Because all my stuff is performance related. Yeah. Mm. I'm not speaking. Uh, I was doing the DJ live stream, which I really enjoyed. But, you know, I was like, what am I going to do outside of this? I've got no skills other than, um, you know, I've, t- I've obviously run businesses, I run my own businesses, but not vocational stuff. I never went to university. So I did have this kind of moment where I thought to myself, what's going on? And I did sort of have to have a reset. But I just did what I always do, make a list, worry about what I can control, sit in the kind of in the moment, don't think too far ahead. And I was pretty, pretty happy again. Yeah, but James, you're one of these amazing people, uh, not to really suck up to you, but you are, because you had, you know, it, correct me if I'm wrong, you you one of these guys, you didn't, most people, if you talk about rugby players or any sports stars, they go, I fucking loved football. I loved rugby. I loved, you're one of these people, you didn't love rugby. You were just very good at it. And I feel like that's what you're like in life. You, you perhaps just, you're one of these people who are just good at things. And so you go, well, I'm good at that. So I'll just do this. Wasn't that right? Well, I think, I think to be honest with you, well, I think it'd be debatable. I mean, half the people listening to this would probably agree that I wasn't very good at rugby. So some, <laughs> some people will. Um, look, I think w- what drives me is the pursuit of always trying to be a little bit better. Um, you know, so I think a lot of people in life uh, find, you know, jobs and things and they see it as a job. They don't, they don't see it as a career. They go, they collect the money, they go home, they live for the weekend. Anything that I've ever embarked on if I'm going to do it, I want to do it properly. And if I want to do it properly, it requires putting the extra work in. It requires going Focus above and beyond. And, yeah. Yeah. And determination. So, you know, with my rugby career, I was not the most talented player, but I, I spent my entire, my entire life was designed to make me better. So from paying my own physios, nutritionists, therapists, to training through holidays, to putting the extra work in after training. Same with DJ. You know, I, I was very late to music. I think the first CD I ever bought was when I was 16 it was like a what? brim full of asher on the 45 <laughs> what was it? Oh, i think I had, I had that in heaven i can <laughs> skate <laughs> that was yeah like that was my kind of that was my that was your jam that was your jam yeah, yeah. so the so thing is i go and do i do a show with like colin murray a lot from you know from from radio former radio one and five live and he talks about you know all the bands that shaped him the fall nirvana and i'm like sitting there going 
fuck are you talking about? I didn't have any of that. I didn't go to I didn't go to gigs. I think my mum I think my mum used to buy my clothes until I was fifteen. I've got no fashion sense, no music, no music, no nothing. But then when I got into DJing, it's the same approach. I was like, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on this every day. I'm gonna find the best DJ uh, instructors. I'm gonna work it. I'm gonna work at it. So when I get something into my head, whether I like doing it or not, I will always give it that 100%. And through yeah. rugby, it started out of failure, out about me not getting into a team, seeing it as a real disappointment and a right, fuck you, I'm going to come back better. And then just, it, it was a quite an early life lesson because it taught me that if you put the extra work in, if you're prepared to be determined, if you don't make excuses, you're going to be successful. And that's all I've done. And then I've just made sure that I've done it to things that I really enjoy. What, what yeah. team didn't you get into at the beginning? Because you surely were a big guy when you were younger. So yeah, you, I, you must be thrown to them. Yeah, so I, I basically, I trialed for England under 16s, right? And obviously mm-hmm. when, you're, when, you're, when you're 15, you know, in the real terms, you know, not getting into under 15s or under 16s, no one gives a shit about. But when you're 15, you know, public school, you've had quite a charm life, you haven't really had much hardship. When you get your first massive disappointment, and, and the reasons for me not getting in were quite simple. I didn't put the work in. I was too busy trying to chase girls. I was just not, you know, not focused. So when I did the final trial, got through to all did it, and the, and the guy called me up and said, listen, you didn't perform, you didn't do well, you didn't do everything else. I just, um, you know, I, I, I basically cried. I was like a little bitch, just like I'm crying here, which I think, I think A, when I say a little bit, I think it's important for men to express their feelings. Yeah, totally. 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 I just thought I would clear that up. I, that you was know, just you being a pussy, but okay. That was me being a pussy, but it's, fi- <laughs> it's fine to be a pussy as well. Be gentle on, on a serious note. And, um, and my dad called me up and he said, look, I, I called him up and I was like, Dad, I don't want to do this. And he said, look, you can either play rugby for fun or you can see this as an opportunity to go away, work on it. You know exactly why you didn't get in. Change that and go away and do it. And do you know what? Two years later, I got into England under 18s. I trained uh, you know, twice a week with a, with a trainer that used to be a friend of the family. And a bit like a Rocky montage, I went from a big lanky streak of piss to a bit of a unit and was fitter, stronger, you know, more focused, and and and, and I got in, and I captained yeah. the team, and it showed me what I could do. So it was quite a good early lesson, really. But you must have always been a leader, right? You must have always been this person because you you went to, you were at Wellington College, right? I Wasn't did, that yeah. Right? Yeah, you went to Wellington, um, uh, which is a huge rugby school. So it was, you know, I always hear the rumours that we used to do at the beginning of a rugby season, you used to go into the chapel and pray for your season or something like that. Is that not true? Jesus, no, no. I well, heard that you lose. I, I like love that. public school rumours, right? I love public school rumours. So, like, I mean, obviously some of the rumours, that you know, the soggy biscuit and, you know, all that nonsense. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, look, I, so when I went to, a lot of young, um, a lot of young kids and uh, parents come up to me and they say, you know, oh, I, where should I send my kids to, to play rugby? You know, you became a professional sure. rugby player. And the one thing that everybody always forgets is that the chance of being a professional sportsman is 1%, 2%. There's such a thin margin. Is and, it that and small? Is, is it that small yeah. in rugby? Yeah, because there's way better players than me that got injured, made the wrong life decisions, didn't put the work in. And the chance of me making it compared to anyone else, there is no reason. There is literally no reason why I did, uh, you know, other than I can say I tried to work hard and did everything and I was in the right place at the right time. So when these parents say about where should they send, you know, send your kid, my parents sent me to Wellington because... My old man went there, and it and it was obviously an all-round school. So I came out of there having represented the chess team, done all the plays, got yeah. decent A levels, played every sport under the sun. I just happened; they just happened to be good at rugby. But we only played rugby one term. We never had like scholarships. We didn't. It wasn't that that keen. And I always say to parents, think about where you're going to send your kids on the basis that what happens if shit doesn't work out. Yeah. Because yeah. you see, all these kids are like, I'm going to be a diehard rugby player. They get injured. And they can't count to 10 and they've done nothing else. What the fuck do they do? 
Yeah. Set, but, set up a podcast like you two. Yeah, yeah well, set up a podcast and go, hello, let's rake it in. Oh, do, do a reality <laughs> TV show and you're absolutely fine. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go, go become a DJ and a cage fighter, you're in. Let's just do that. But, so, Easy so, money. So, so, James, so, so uh, you were just persistent, right? You came you came at 16, you didn't make it to, to the England squad, and then you spent the next kind of four, four years, well, two years really dr- like you know getting into shape and be- and becoming the the player that was capable of getting in and i guess like the a part of a lesson in that is that it's like you know you were still there and where other people might have fallen away and you know and and, and you know got out and and chased their social life and girls you just kind of s- stuck with it and uh, and and it was yeah like you said a lesson in, uh, in in persistence. Well, was that a question or was that a statement, Francis? I don't really. <laughs> you you, you, well, you started off as a question and then it went into just a statement. Oi, just talk about the whale, Francis. Stick to what <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Leave like listen. Leave the high-powered conversations to the experts. Um, no, what, no. But but basically, what uh, essentially? Look, I, I I had distractions. I made mistakes. It was ironic because in my school year at Wellington, on, on my period, because exactly what you said, Jamie, about. Did the, the players in, uh, uh, at school used to go and pray for the season, right? There was obviously lots of generations of, of rugby um, players at Wellington, for example, that were afforded, like, uh, you know, they could act how they wanted to act. They could be whatever they wanted to be. They did stupid shit like pray. So when I got to the school, the most uncool thing you could do was play sport. So... I was about to say play chess. <laughs> no, well, that was, yeah. But wait, but meathead, I, I needed to have something. I looked like a meathead. I needed to, I'll tell you about the chess story in a minute. But, Can't wait. But, but my school, <laughs> it's, it's a thriller. It's almost as good as Francis's question. Um, it, what I'm saying is, is that, it, I, you know, I, I, my, genera- my generation at school, playing sport was the most uncool thing. Smoking, drinking, and doing anything that wasn't remotely like rugby was cool. So I, I've always been uncool. I've always looked uncool. I've always had the worst fashion sense. And I also played rugby, but but it, so it, you think it was. And what happened was the school itself, because they were so sick of rug, Wellington being called a rugby school and all the stuff that, that people talk about it. You know, whenever they used to go and have assemblies and shit like that, it would we would always be an afterthought. So it was really weird that I managed to stick with it because it was so uncool, like training. So I used to train, you know, and had probably an all right body compared to people who don't train at school. But it wasn't good for the girl. I mean, I've got body like Baywatch, face like Crime Watch, but it wasn't an attractive. It wasn't attractive feature because I wasn't wearing an anorak like Oasis and having a tab in the bush. You know what I mean? Like it, that, I, I, it didn't help me. So, so I had I had more obstacles to climb than just. You know, I also I, I also love it. You weren't having a tab in the bush, but it looked like you were smoking a cigarette. <laughs> That's yeah. what a tab is, Jamie. That's what is a tab, Jamie. Jamie, I, a tab, I think we had a tab of acid. That's what I, I fucking <laughs> hell. I was at school. Mate, a tab's a cigarette, not a tab. James, you have to Radley. Radley, they're all into that. Oh, mate, Radley. You went to Radley? (laughs) Fucking hell, that explains a lot. Yeah, at your neck of the woods, a tab would have been probably, uh, you know, a couple of bumps a bag and a little bit of tab before maths. Because, yeah, oh my God. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Wait, James, this is, it's so funny you say that because that's such a contradiction um, to what, uh, firstly, what American uh, schools like and what you see on like movies and stuff. So what we're kind of growing up with is that the jock, the cool one, is the quarterback um, of the American football team. But also at my school, if you played sport, you were automatically cool. So I, uh, you were that. But, but, but I'm only a tiny bit younger mixed. than you. Wellington's mixed, right? But surely you would be the jock of the school. So therefore it you'd wasn't be the that. I mean, it was only mixed in the last two years. And I mean, you know, again... I but still, there are girls there, around, yeah. There were girls around, but it didn't make didn't matter to me because a my chat was horrific, and b I mean I, I, I'm not I'd, I've got I'm, I've got no delusions of grandeur. But you know, during this locked up period when we when we first had this, everyone was setting these like challenge photos, like post a photo of this on this day, all that shit. Do you remember? Everyone was yeah, tagging everyone. The ten year in. challenge and oh yeah, right. So I avoided any of that shit because I went to go and do it, and I realised that I was. But fucking ugly, man. Like, <laughs> terrible. It was like, I, it was like, I hadn't, I like, you know, people go, oh, you're going to grow into your body. I need to grow into my nose, my head, my teeth, my body. Like, I was, I looked like a Picasso. Honestly, like a badly, a badly put together Picasso. So I used to think, you know, when you're younger, you think you're like a bit of boy Roy. You're like, fucking hell, I'm doing all right. I look at it, I go, it's any wonder I ever got a girlfriend. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I wasn't very good at girls at school. Uh, I was not. Yeah, I was pretty. I pretty much failed in in every single area, apart from I turned out to be, you know, good at sport in the end. Yeah, but but what you're 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 such a like you're almost like a, a great specimen to follow because should, what normally that would do is if you you flirting you, with him. Yeah, I'm flirting. This is me flirting with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Here we thank go, you. James. Yeah, you're a really great specimen. in your anybody's. Yeah, one time Bassett was freaking go for it. But it's where, like, normally what would happen is that if you, because what you're sort of stressing is that most people are insecure with those different things, and you probably were insecure, like we all were. Um, but still, you were you were driven. You had that mentality to push through. You went, oh fuck it. Well, this is what I'm dealing with. Who cares? I'm still going to push forward. And a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people go, I'm insecure. People don't like me. I'm this. I'm that. I'm fat. I'm overweight. Or whatever things. And they don't push forward. But you had that sort of mentality to go, fuck all that. I don't care. I'm going to do this. What gave you that? This is where the motivation comes in. I, ju- I just think it, you know. I think it was the fear of failure. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was the fact that I learned very early on. And again, it's something my old man told me that is that. You can lie to everyone else, but you can't lie to yourself. So, you know, I, my, my wife does trains a lot of people online. I've obviously written fitness books and trained people. And, you know, we are very good as humans at making excuses to satisfy ourselves and, and blame everybody else. So everybody's very, you know, a lot of people are in dead-end jobs they don't like. A lot of people in relationships they don't like. A lot of people don't like their bodies, don't like, you know. If you sat, sat someone down, I said, you're right, you don't like your body, you're overweight. Uh, well, what you know, and here's a training program. If three weeks into it, you, you call me up, which happens all the time, so oh, listen, I haven't got any results, I haven't got any results, and you sat down and go, Right, 
did you do the training? Oh, well, no, you know, I, 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 did, I did a little bit, but okay. Did you eat the diet? Well, no, I've been a bit wish-washy with the diet. You know, have you made the sacrifice? No, I haven't. Well, the simple fact is it's your fault. It's down to you. There is nothing else. If you, put, if you can honestly go to bed at night and go, do you know what? I've done everything to be the most successful in whatever I can do and shit doesn't happen, you've, you've got a right to complain. But more often than not, it's down to something that you haven't done. So I, I you know, I wanted to, you know, I, I sacrificed, you know, I used to be in charge of the school bar. So at Wellington, we used to have a school bar in the last year, right? I used to pour the pints. I, I had unlimited free piss at my disposal and I didn't drink. I just didn't drink, right? <laughs> and I look back at it now and I think, what a virgin. What was I doing? What you, was I doing? You, you were like the frigid bloke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was serving the pints and like all the lads were getting steaming. And I was like so terrified because I thought alcohol was going to make me unfit. And, you know, people going on lads' holidays and gap years. I was trained. You know, it just, I look back at them and, and it was a recipe for success, but it required a lot of sacrifice. But the reason I did it was because I had the voice in the back of my head that said, if you mess up or if you don't achieve this, it's going to be your fault. And I just couldn't live with the excuses. I couldn't it, live with it because. But is that is that is that the pressure from dad, from mum, just yourself? Where's that? Um, that surely think, that pressure has to come from somewhere, right? Maybe I, it's yourself. It is, I, I think I think once you start achieving, so you know when people go for using the gym analogy again. So when people start going to the gym and they actually stick to what they're told to do and they start getting results, it becomes an addiction. And then people want to hang on to those results. So if you imagine I'd had no discipline, no nothing, and I started training with somebody and I started being put through, you know, in some turmoil, fitness training, where you're, you know, you're, you know, when you, when you actually flog yourself for the first time, you think you're dying. You're like, oh my God, I'm dying. My lungs. You, you, once you start going to those dark places and realizing how you can improve and you start noticing your body changing and developing, you want to hang on to that. And that's mm -hmm. that motivation. And when you start performing in business or, you know, if you practice DJing and you go out and perform an absolute killer gig, those for me are like the 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 motivation to because you've tasted it and it's it's like once you break the back of anything, once you have that kind of success, you want more of it. And and that's what I wanted. That's what I always wanted to have that sacrifice. And later on in life, I found much more of a balance. But but it's it's made me a bit of an odd person. Drives my wife mad because I always live in the moment. I never. Uh, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Living yeah, in the present is like the, is. the best thing to do. But you don't get excited. So, for example, I, you know, Chloe always wants to have some, some goal to look forward to. I just live for today. I knew I, was, I had to train this morning, speak to you guys, go shopping. That's all I have to do today, right? Chloe needs a goal. So it means that I'm not, I don't get excited about anything, but I don't get sad about anything. I just sit in the moment, which is great, but some shit you need to get excited about. I You're emotionless. Like, You're emotionless. Yeah, I'm basically, I'm a robot. I'm <laughs> yeah. like a T-1000. I'm like, I'm like a sle I'm like, I'm like a Shermanator, but slightly better at shagging. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but it's interesting because that's, you know, if you've, uh, that amazing documentary Pumping Iron with Arnold Schwarzenegger, he talks about the same thing. He says that there are some people who can push themselves and some people who can push themselves a little bit further. And then it comes to that question right then. Do you think it's nature versus or nature and nurture? You, you got, do you think you would have been, nat you, you're basically saying you weren't naturally talented enough to be a sportsman. You built yourself into a sportsman. Yeah. But there are some people out there who don't need to do that. Jerry, Jeremy Guscott, for a prime example, tall, skinny guy, centre for England back in the 90s. He was just a talented sportsman, wasn't he? Well, it's whether you have like a growth mindset. Some people have like a sta static mindset, but but if you believe that you can actually grow as a person, you know, physically and in your mind, then then you're much more likely to take the risk and commit yourself to to getting better at something. 
I just think if you listen to any super successful person, so, you know, your your Richard Branson's, your Bill Gates, you know, your Jamie Langs, Jamie Langs, you know, the the same, (laughs) the the same themes come out to all of them, which is you're going to fail more times than you succeed. You have to always, always, always have the mindset that you can develop and improve. And if you don't know the answer to something or you can't find proof, ask for help. And every single day, if you try to be one or 2% better every day in something, and, and, and people go, how do you do that? Well, if you split your life into like different categories. So I split my life into like nutrition. Okay, so how could I be better in nutrition? Well, do you know what? I'm going to track my food today. I'm going to make some better food choices. I'm going to hydrate better. Okay, well, how do I improve my mind? Well, I'm going to read a couple of articles on something I should read. I'm going to watch a DJ tutorial. How can I look after my body better? I'm going to train. I'm going to train a little bit longer than I did yesterday. And suddenly, you are... 1%, 2% better than you were. And that's, how, and that's how you do it. You know, And it, it doesn't matter what, whether it's a sportsman or business, if you want to be the best business person, read yeah. around your subject. Go and speak to people who are better at doing what you do and ask for help. Because more often than not, people will help you. Holy yeah. fuck, I mean, literally, I, I, I'm going to sign... Where do I sign up to subscribe to your... Where do I subscribe to your motivational Wait, talks? This is it. I need it, man. No, it's it's heavy need stuff. It. I Give me this shit. Wait, I can drink it. fucking pumped. Yeah, I Let's fucking go. Let's go, guys. Wait, wait, I'm, that... I'm, not even, I'm not even turning it on because you're not paying me. Imagine <laughs> I actually gave a shit about this podcast, how good I'd be. Mate, but that, but it is... It is true, but then also, okay, here's a question. What are you what are you striving towards? Are you striving towards perfection? Are you just striving towards getting a little bit better? What do you what do you strive? Is there an end goal? What is it? Yeah, so I th- I think uh, you know, just trying to develop for the sake of developing is is, is like a, a difficult uh, process because you you, you absolutely Because what's the point? Well there's no purpose, right? Then you're just doing And also that. you find but you don't find any satisfaction. So, you know, it's always the way when you see these, you know, it's something some ama- amazing statistic that the amount of millionaires that become millionaires then lose it all. Because they want more. Yeah, it's a high proportion of them, yeah. It's like amazing, especially men. Male ego, I want more, I want more. And my my favorite and the early life lesson, I went to, um, I once went to the Monaco Grand Prix as a guest of Red Bull. And I was uh, sitting outside um, in Monte Carlo, wherever it was, the the, the big casino there. And a Ferrari turned up. Like I'd never seen this Ferrari. I was like, fucking as a Ferrari, right? And then a Lamborghini turned up that was better than the Ferrari. I was like, wow. Right, and then a limited edition Mercedes turned up, and then a Lamborghini bolted to a Ferrari turned up, and I thought to myself, in the space of ten minutes, I've seen top, 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 topper. It's like there is always somebody out there with more money, more success, a bigger boat, a fitter missus, a fit, a, a faster car. So what you've got to be is satisfied with what you want and understand what you want out of life and what your goals are. And my life is, I've got a beautiful wife. We like drinking nice wine. We like having nice dinners. I like a nice cigar. Uh, I, I want to go on holiday. I want to go to a restaurant and order food that I want. I don't want to sit next to Jamie Lang's table and see he's ordered a bottle of Ma- a Cristal and think, <laughs> fuck me, I've got to show off, so I'm going to order two. I don't even yeah. want Cristal. Let him, he can win that race. He can win that race. Yeah. I'm going to have a little tequila, uh, you know, and, that, and, that's me, and that's me happy. And that's what you've got to do, I think. It's yeah, well, it's, it's true. Yourself, you're, yeah. you're only really racing yourself, you know. Like it's 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 and and it's and it's also not a not a race. It's a it's a marathon, right? Not a sprint, you know. And also, also, if you think about it now, if this Corona thing hasn't taught you one thing, what's the most valuable asset that everybody always says, but but young men especially don't give a shit about it? It's health. Yeah, that's the most important health. commodity we've got, right? Money hasn't saved anyone's life around here. You might get private health care, but has that made much of a difference because there's no vaccine? Nothing. You're it's right. It's really important to consider that. The one thing we've got is our body. I mean, there's three things I, uh, lessons that I take through life. It's uh, how you treat other people, how you treat your body, and how hard you're prepared to work. And that's it. And that's the only things you can control. The rest of it's out your hands. 
I love that, mate. Well, and it's I love so, that. And it's, and it's so true. And also, like, the, one of the things everyone's been talking about, social distancing, wearing masks, but it's like no one's really been talking about the, the, the one, like, major defense we have against viruses, which is our immune system, which is dependent on keeping fit, being outside, staying active, being, getting that vitamin D, and eating healthy. And, like, that, that should be the messaging. It's like, really protect your immune system now. But they're just saying, stay away from everyone, stay inside, wear a mask, which is, like, not healthy. Hey, you, you and you and Francis, James, you, you and you and Francis should be a, a double act. You guys should go on stage together. That was great, Francis. I feel motivated, man. I'm fucking ready to get out of there now. Wait, I was sick. Francis, hey. I thought I was. A gr- What's wrong with Jamie today? Oh, he's coming. Yeah, I know. He, 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 yeah, no, he's obviously got some beer in his bonnet. I don't know. Oh, wait, you know it is. You know it's. You know it's Mental Health Week. Fucking yeah. be kind. Yeah. Be Come and kind. get me, Haskell. Come and get I me. Will. I will. Be Come kind. Come and get you know, me. You're gonna push Francis over the edge, mate. Um, no, don't worry. I, no, I, oh, I, you are right. You are right. You are genuinely right. Because what's very interesting, if you look at the statistics, you know, people are much more at risk with with diabetes, especially type 2 diabetes. You know, so obviously that's, you know, that can can happen, but more often than not, it's inflicted by, you know, poor diet choices. People who retain more muscle mass are much more likely to fight off disease and illness than those people who aren't in shape. So, you know, dietary stuff is so important. So I think exactly right, Francis, that the lessons we should learn from this is our our only commodity, commodity we control is our health. But also, let's get a little bit fitter. And, yeah. I, and what, what I've loved about this, though, is I've said this before, is that everybody went before they were locked up, can't get them off the phone, can't get them off the phone, can't get them off the computer, can't get them off the sofa. As soon as you tell somebody that they're locked up, every fucker wants to do their Duke of Edinburgh. That's what I don't mm. get, is that everybody's like, I've got to quickly climb a mountain. I've got to quickly yeah. go and do something. And so hopefully now people are going to appreciate the world a little bit more and start looking after their bodies a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I it totally is a wake-up call for a lot of people, you know, including, hey, hey, listen, including Jamie, who, oh, who who has had to spend time with himself, which is give it probably a rest, been, Francis. Been, give been, it the, a, been the toughest. Give it a, give it a rest, buddy. Give it a rest. Component hey, listen, of um, the lockdown. Guys, we 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 got to stop there for for part one because uh, we've been we've been going about half an hour now. But Francis, before we end part one, we need to have the question of the week. Um. Okay. Uh. What 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 don't French. Uh, what, do, what, what don't Parisian streets have that London streets have? Haskell, this is yours. What the Parisian streets have that, f- that London streets don't have? French people? Well, that's, that's one. Uh, more French people, I guess, would be a correct answer yeah. to that. Um, but, but it's actually something that's built into the city. Oh, I lived in Paris for two years. I obviously wasn't did you, did, my eye. Did you drive around the, the city? I did, I did. Um, I, 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 reckon it's, I reckon it's lampposts. Lampposts? No, yeah, we've la- got lampposts in London. Um, oh, um, what is French that? people. I no, I said that one. You weren't listening. <laughs> I wasn't he was, uh, no, he, he was listening. He just has this thing where he repeats other people's jokes. Uh, yeah. uh, he's, he's, he's a, a banter burglar. Yeah, exactly. Him. Yeah, yeah. 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 Burglar? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, not the only type of burgling he's doing either. Yeah, <laughs> I bet he is. Um, I'm tr- I don't know. I don't know. I give up. I give up. Okay, we have to find out a part two, Jays. You have to stay. You've got, you g- go got to give an answer, though. You've got to give an answer. Yeah, so yours is French. I'm going to say uh, something about uh, electric cat size. Electric cat size, <laughs> Jamie. Made it up on the spot. That's hilarious. I'm going to say I'm going to say lampposts. I think it's something to do lampposts. with lampposts. So no, la- so no lamps either. <laughs> no, <laughs> no lamps. It's just complete darkness. That's what it no is. <laughs> That's no right. lighting. No lighting at all. All right, James. Listen, uh, stick around for part two. We'll be back in a second. <laughs> <laughs> 